It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM at 1160 AM. We are very pleased to have joining us on the program today, Pamela Atkinson. Uh, we all know Pamela for her extraordinary work uh, with those uh, facing homelessness or those that are unsheltered and uh, has such a great perspective uh, over a, a lifetime of service in extraordinary ways and often very far away from cameras and lights and microphones uh, where the, the hard work and heavy lifting actually gets done. Uh, Pamela, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you, Boyd. So as obviously we're looking at a, a lot of the challenges as it relates to those that are experiencing homelessness. Uh, and of course, there's always the debate of, you know, where things should be. We've got pauses on, on uh, facilities. Uh, but I want to go back just a, a half step, uh, because I think your perspective on this is, is so important and instructive for us. Let's start with the kind of the premise of what are we, what are we not thinking about or, or what are we not really considering uh, when it comes to actually helping those uh, facing homelessness? I think we have to look at the fact that there are multiple reasons for homelessness. And for some people, they're second-generation homeless or low-income facing uh, homelessness. The mental illness that is so prevalent amongst our homeless friends, the drug addiction that's been going on for a while, the fact that... There isn't always family around. You know, we're looking at youth out on the streets as as well as adults. And now we're finding in the past couple of years, even older adults in their 60s and 70s. And it's a wide spectrum. And we have to look at, are we looking at the causes of homelessness? Number one. And number two, what are we doing about preventing homelessness in the first place? Should it ever occur is it preventable? And of course, the answer is is yes in many instances. Uh, I think it's such an, uh, an important perspective. Uh, we know that each night around 3,500 individuals in Utah are experiencing homelessness. Uh, and I, I want to dig in a little bit to kind of the... the uh, the ability to look at some of those things that you have always pointed out. Uh, so many are just, you know, a job loss or an illness or a medical bill uh, away from finding themselves uh, homeless. What are the things we should should be doing on the front end, as, as you said, Pamela, to make sure that we're uh, not having people end up there in the first place? There are many things that we could do. Let's start with the schools, for instance. If I talk to second, even first grade uh, teachers and uh, third and fourth grade, they will tell you which children are, go are on the verge of homelessness. Their temperament changes. Mm. And one should be following up on every single child who's identified as having some concerns and problems in schools and check out what their their home situation is. 
if we follow up a child that the teacher is worried about and we go to their homes, we may find that they're on the verge of homelessness. They're on the verge of looking for another place to stay. So they stop paying their rent because they don't have enough and they get behind in their rent and they're evicted and then they could move and that's so traumatic for the children as well as for the parents oh, that that is such a uh, big thing so starting in our in our schools that awareness is, has got to be such a, a key part of that uh, for those that are that are or have been, you know, chronically on the street or unsheltered, uh, you, you mentioned earlier mental health, which I think is such a, a big component to this. Um, and so often, I I fear that in our desires to to do good, we we sort of treat these individuals as if they were some sort of liability to be managed uh, instead of somebody with the extraordinary potential to be developed. Uh, what do we need to do uh, to to better assess that? You you talk about uh, that diagnosis and and helping understand that. What else do we need to do in that phase as it relates specifically to mental health? We need to make sure that the person can get a correct assessment, and that's why we have uh, professionals. I mean, even with all of my experience, if I'm coming across somebody who is mentally ill, I'm not an expert. I'm not an educated in, in, in the mental health arena. And I need to make sure that I contact somebody amongst the providers and and you know my goodness we've got so much expertise out there Boyd and they can do a mental health assessment and know where to refer that person but conversely I would add that particular individual has to want to come into a service provider and get the help and there are people who will do that but there are other people who need to be in in somewhere like first step house and get the right mental health treatment the right drug addiction treatment and it's the professionals that we have amongst us here in Utah who are capable of doing that do we have enough people to serve everybody no we don't and that's what we're working on with our new strategic plan for, for the state. Because we're not just talking about Salt Lake. We are talking about the whole of the state of Utah at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah, and that is so vital uh, because there are so many, even in our, our rural communities, especially coming out of the pandemic uh, that has forced many uh, into a place they never imagined they would be in terms of uh, not being sheltered or, or having a home. Uh, and, and I think that's so vital, uh, Pamela. As we as we come down the the home stretch here, uh, as I said, you've been at this uh, for a long time, and have had been such a great voice and advocate uh, in our community and, uh, and across the state. What's the one thing that that you wish individual citizens, all the way up to to lawmakers, uh, should really be thinking about? What are we missing uh, when it comes to our conversations here? Well, we certainly have a great deal of statistics, great deal of data that we've been uh, collecting. We need to realize that we have to humanize the situation with our homeless friends. We need to make sure that everybody knows that they can all do something. For instance, we have the Pamela Atkinson Homeless Trust Fund that's in statute now. Everybody in Utah can uh, give $3 or more to that fund, and it goes directly 
to the um, providers who are on the front lines. Mm. And so case management, helping people navigate the system, helping people realize the potential they have and helping people know where to go. It's reaching out and caring for people. And if everybody contributed on their state tax form or contacted the um, Department of Workforce Services at jobs.utah.gov slash HTF for Homeless Trust Fund. There's one thing I've heard so many people, and I myself have said it, people saying, I just feel so guilty about what's happening in Ukraine, and I wish I could be there, I wish I could do something. And I've realized over the years, there's so much going on in Utah where one can help. And this is one way that people can help at home here. And sure, they, we can all send money to Ukraine, but we can also give money here that's going to absolutely change people's lives and help them get the assistance that they need, getting them off the streets, getting them the treatment that they need. And it's so easy to do whether one wants to do $3 or add a few zeros. It's easy to do. It's right there on the state tax form. Oh, fantastic. Pamela Atkinson, uh, I'm so glad you raised this because we, we have talked about uh, and we regularly talk on this show about do something today that makes a difference. And this is such an easy way. Again, you can do it right on your tax form. Uh, you can go to the website as well. It's the Pamela Atkinson Homeless Trust Fund. Uh, and I would challenge people today. Uh, we talk about Ukraine and what we can do there. And, of course, we all want to, to help, uh, especially the refugees and orphans and children there. Uh, do something today in their honor uh, and that simple donation to the Pamela Atkinson's Homeless Trust Fund uh, to help those on the streets here in the state of Utah uh, will be something that will uh, give you a little smile uh, and help you know that you've done something today to make a difference. Pamela, thank you so much for being with us and thank you for the difference you make uh, every day here in the state of Utah. Thank you very much, boy. Great insight from Pamela Atkinson and uh, so much to be done there, much to be done at home and much to be done abroad. Uh, we're at a tipping point, I think, when it comes to Ukraine and Russia. Giselle Donnelly from the American Enterprise Institute is going to join us next to talk about what we should do to maximize that moment. Stay with us. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.